When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Welcome to the first tennis podcast of the new season. I started off my words there. I was just so unused to saying it. But that doesn't mean I'm really well, it's, it's like, it feels like it's only been about three days. <laughs> yeah, I know. Especially for me and me and Duncan done that one show. Um, but yeah, it's a new season. I mean, is everybody else excited as I am? Yes, I am. I've uh, almost added um, a Paris Hilton song to my Spotify the other day, so I know it's, 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 it's time for... Football to be back and we have something to talk about. Because <laughs> otherwise you just suddenly develop terrible taste in music. Uh, that was Joe Sked joining us as well. It's Craig Kearns. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for the new season. Lots of good new sign-ins that we've got little idea about to kind of start to get to know over the next yeah, few... Yeah, the emphasis on little because there's some absolute nobodies in there. <laughs> and even like teams like not only I would say would go into the season looking forward to watch Rangers, but I am quite looking forward to watching Rangers, especially yeah. the first... Month because I don't know anything about their team and I'm quite intrigued to see how all these. I'm really intrigued. Off in. Yeah, intrigued to see how Jason Holt and Scott Allen will link up. <laughs> I would say top drawer, but by the time I upload this, he's probably already signed. So he's gone. He's gone. Definitely. Um, right. Next week we're going to be doing our usual because we started. We usually start on Monday and then have the Thursday show and then start the season and then sorry then the first league games will start. But that's in fact next week. And we'll start on the Thursday, just so we can have a little bit more build-up. And what we're going to do on this show is do exactly what Duncan and I did on the previous show, the kind of special summer show that we've done, which is go through the best and worst signings of every team. The difference being that on that last show, it was the best and worst signings of last season. This time, we're going to try and look into our crystal balls and predict who's going to be the best and worst signings for each team over the season. And we can compare and contrast that at the end of the season and have a right good laugh about how wrong we were about just about everything. When it really comes to 
determining which players are going to be good in Scottish football, you may as well, kind of like betting, just you know, start th- throwing darts at the board and just see what sticks, and then you can go from there. Apart from a couple of certainties, yeah, there's a yeah. couple of, like the same. There's the some teams where we've got a good idea as well, but when we get to teams like Motherwell or Inverness, I mean, you're going to hear the audio version of three men just shrugging their shoulders at each other. So you've got that to look forward to. Next week we'll get to the full normal predictions. Like, well, on Monday show we should be the guys will be looking through the top flight, giving their predictions for who's going to finish where, who's going to win the cups, who's which player of the year's probably be a team of the year kind of thing. That usual kind of stuff that we do, and hopefully next Thursday we'll get a chance to look at the lower leagues as well. But for now, it's just the top flight, and each team, guys, I want you to name the best player. Sorry, the best signing. Who's going to be the worst signing? Which player who's left? It's going to be the biggest miss. And which player recycled from the previous year should get the hell out of town quite quickly, or fans will want to get out of town quite quickly. Drive them to the next club, whatever you want to call it. Booted out the door. Yeah. Cast off. Any more? Um, no. We'll take that as a no. Right. <laughs> so let's just get into it. Aberdeen. Best item. Graham Shinney. <clears throat> yeah, it has to be Shinney. Has to be Shinny. Yeah, he's um, out. We knew that. For, okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as soon as he signed them on the pre-contract, that not only was he going to be Aberdeen's best signings, but he was going to be one of the best signings um, in the league. Even though he was staying in the league, uh, one of the best signings that's, that was made on a free, free contract. He's played already. Uh, he's not played left back at all or left wing back. He's played centre centre mid in the European games. I think he and played he's left back for the second leg of the first. Game. Oh, yeah, but they're playing pretty, like yeah. weaker opposition, and he maybe wanted two attacking fullbacks. So. Uh, but he's, he, the, the two main games away to yeah. and away to Skinja. Yeah, or yeah that's the one. He, he looked really, he looked really um, comfortable in the centre uh, yeah. centre midfield. He had a lot of energy. He was getting up and down. He was, it was more of um, there was more of an attacking uh, impetus when he played in midfield compared to when he did so uh, with Inverness. And um, it's, it's good. I think him and Jack will look really good together. I think Shinny just fits the mould of a Derek McInnes midfielder perfectly. He's just a Derek McInnes player. Fair enough. Worst signing? It's a tough one. This is a really tough one. I'm going to go by default. I'm going to go for this young striker that they've signed. Not because I think he's terrible or anything. Joe Nuttall's his name. Uh, I just think the other three are probably going to... Is it Joe Natal? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that changes everything. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, all the other three are probably going to make their mark on the squad this season. Whether Ward will be good or not, time will tell. So I'm going to go for this guy because I don't think he's really going to play much this season. I've gone for Danny Ward just because... You know, Aberdeen and goalkeepers. Yeah, maybe. It, it would just be bad if they just sign another goalkeeper. It's like, yeah, okay, he's, yeah, he's Scott Brown, but taller. Which could happen. He didn't look particularly good in the first. Yeah. European tie first first Although he was getting a ties. LED pen flashed at him That is true the, game. the first die The first game I've re- Does that really Make a difference to No players? probably not You see only flashing eyes And they don't really seem to blink Or it like when it's, when it's shown on TV They don't really seem to pay any, any attention to it I mean yeah. that, That's a harsh pick Because I think Ward's going to be good But at least I'm not picking on a child Which Craig is So <laughs> um, And I actually quite like I, I quite like Paul Quinn Because I know he's been signed As the third centre half And I think if you're signing A backup centre half It's harder to get better than him In this league I think he performed pretty well For Ross County last season And uh, He's got a decent pedigree He's done he well does. at uh, Mullerwell Done well when he went down south From what I've read I didn't see much of him down south And, and he was excellent in the back three with, uh, yeah, Again was. Uh, in uh, Croatia And I think about Ward as well It's just that young goalkeepers 
it's very rare you get one that's quite reliable. So, and Aberdeen weren't reliable after years of Jamie Langfield and Scott Brown. He looks he looks really nervy in the in the first two European games, but he, um, the first thing I really noticed against Rijeka was the amount of. Uh, times Aberdeen fans were singing his name, yeah, uh, and he, he he performed much better. He made run really good stop, but yeah, he was he was the one I, I went for just because there was very little choice and he hadn't performed great. But then again, he's replacing Scott Brown and Jamie Langfield, so he can be pretty murder and still look uh, better than him. Yeah, we should throw in the asterisks <coughs> now that with a lot of these guys, we're not saying we think they're going to be bad signings. It's just that. We have been voting four players, and it's, it's hard to pick one, so we should probably just move on. Uh, who's going to be the biggest miss? I went for Russell Anderson, just purely for a kind of character factor in the dressing room. Mm, yeah, there's they've they've, they've done well, and the, the players that they've they've let go, none of them are going to be um, a, a big loss to to the team. Maybe I was thinking maybe Nicky Lowe because of his, his versatility, or. It's a wee terrier, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. Or works hard. Declan McManus, because I think he did really well at Morton, and uh, it could be one that they come to regret letting go. He's away down to Fleetwood Town, so... Yeah. That's who I was going to go with. Um, not because I think he would like, necessarily make them better this season or whatever. I think I think Joel's right. I think the players they've let go, most of them they kind of had to let go. So I think, again, almost by default, McManus is maybe the one you'd go for there. Okay, and which recycled player are you driving to the next club? Very unharsh at his testimonial year, but I'm going to go for Jamie Lightfield. <laughs> yes, the same. Clangers. <laughs> He's now third choice goalie, so he may as well drive I himself to the next club. He probably will sign for someone else before the end of the transfer window. You're going to go stay just to get the testimonial? I think that's what's happening, yeah. I mean, I asked uh, John whether he thought that's what was happening, and he seemed to think that's what it was, so... Yeah, it's a shame because um, his, his missus always defended him on Twitter after he made an absolute uh, cock-up. It's always quite amusing. <laughs> Celtic. Best signer. Uh, ah, dee 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 dee. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, like, I like the sign of... <laughs> giving yourself your own intro music. <laughs> Is that how that Paris Hilton song starts? Dee 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 dee. Don't make me sing it. Uh, <laughs> I like Beata because I think he'll give... He's, he's, he'll give um, more balance to Celtic's defence. Yeah. I think he's, uh, I don't think he's as good a player as uh, Denier, but I think he's going to be a better defender. But I have to go for uh, Nadia Chifty. Already he's been getting a bit of criticism, noticed on Twitter last, last night after the Celtic game. But I'm really glad to see he went to Celtic rather than a non-entity like Wigan yeah. and joined Billy McKay and um, Stevie May. Uh, I don't disagree with you there. I think it's a great transfer for Chifty. However, I have Chifty as going to be Celtic's worst signing uh, of the summer. I, I, just, I still don't get it. I get I, don't can get I say why you think he'll be the best? Okay. He's... I think he'll fit into the way Celtic play already. I've seen, noticed the combination play between himself, Johansson, Armstrong, uh, Gary McKay, Stephen. There's a just um, the the last night against uh, Starnan, they were um, all coming in really narrow and pushing Mogru uh, and Mogru um, and Lustig were, uh, were pushing high and. Sifty just adds that with his with his movement, he can almost act as a decoy. Because I think Johansson, the link up between Johansson and Armstrong is going to be going to be key this season. I think you'll see them scoring um, a lot of goals. He's scored double figures in the two uh, seasons with Dundee United. He's got to get more chances with with Celtic. Uh, so I think it's um, it's going to be a collective effort for goals. And I could see with Sifty uh, in attack, him Armstrong, Mackay, Stephen, and Johansson all scoring double figures. 
I could, I'd like to add to that two things. I think it will probably take Dyla a couple of months to get him up to speed to the kind of player he wants, so we should maybe reserve judgment until further on. And I think that whereas Griffith is going to be his goal-scoring striker, I think Chief G, although he will still be relied upon to score goals, I think he's more like a striker, and almost like an international football mould, where he's maybe there to bring others into play just as much as he is to, to score goals himself. I think he'll be a good signing, but in fact, I'm going to go with Boyata as their best signing, and Bailey as their worst, because he's a, he's a backup goalkeeper. Yeah, but it's hard to be harsh because he was a backup goalkeeper and he sits on the bench and he plays one game and he doesn't do any howls. I'm only going to go for job. him just because he's um, and he has some history, a, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he has. He has quite an interesting uh, history. Um, <laughs> fast, fast cars, fast, fast cars, and fast living. Oh right, I wasn't <laughs> sure. And a dodgy quote at one point as well. Was there not? Was there not some comment that he made that he got in trouble for? I'm sure he's. Um, he, he started fight. Uh, he had a fight with um, some fans. When um, when he was in when he was in Belgium, right? Okay, I might change my answer to him because he sounds like a nutter. <laughs> but to, to... the show's Chief G, <laughs> yeah, he's got banned for Britain. Aye, aye, fuck aye, no, sorry. To, to defend my view, he's already missed the first six league games of the season. You say like you said, it might take a couple of months to get him up to speed to dial up. But the difference is, it took him a few months to get Griffiths up to speed to the player he wanted. But Griffiths was already that player; he just improved his fitness. It's a lot harder to yeah. change the man and yeah. the, the player who Nadir Shifty is. And for me, just that lackadaisical approach he has to the game, I just don't think it fits into that Celtic front four at all and how Dyla wants them all to press high up the park. Yeah, it's possible. And he stops I, quite a lot as well, and that's the dangerous thing to do a crowd of 6,000 I, I, I don't see him as a lackadaisical player. I think he's, uh, I think he's, 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 more, he's, he's more than that. I don't think he's as... Um, he gets, Gets pissed off sometimes. That's what I was saying. Do you guys already see him getting a little bit frustrated when he's not scoring? I see him getting frustrated with himself. No, but he, that chance he had against Starnan in the first leg, he missed, and he looked like he was visibly annoyed after it. But I, mean, I, I still, I, I still see him get, um, missing a chance, and then he's, he's he goes chasing after the ball again. So it's it's not as if he's just uh, he just um, gives up the ghost and starts walking around. He does have periods of that though. He, he does sometimes. Now this uh, Bailey, he um, has a conviction for assaulting a fan. Okay, I might change it just him. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, why would you? I no, I'm actually going to change it to that because why would you sign someone who is a backup, someone you just want to blend in the shadows, who's clearly just going to be a massive distraction? Yeah. If, if he's well, well, I'm just assuming that it's, it's wrong. That I'm assuming that his past character is going to be the same, but that's surely a big massive red flag, is it not? It's yeah. hard that I change it, Billy. Right. Um, biggest player they'll miss? Matthews. Easy. Van Dyke. I, <laughs> I think... Um, if Lustig could stay fit, would... Matthew, I would still play... I, I prefer Matthews. I know uh, Tony will be screaming uh, when he hears this, but I think Matthews is a better player than Lustig. And I can't believe... There's not much between them two. I can't, I can't believe uh, he sold him for so little. I know he's... Um, he's started... He's started no more than twenty-five league games, um, and he's I think he's four seasons at Celtic, and that was his, that was in his first season he did so. So he he's got a bit of injury problems himself. Lustig looks um, he's admitted it, and he looks at that he's not going to be fit for a year. That's what he's been uh, been told. He's not going to be fully fit for a year. He looked uh, really leggy. He's been out for so long, so it's understandable against Starnham. Um, but I just think Matthews adds more attack and drive to the team, especially league games where it's going to be the like the front four are moving about and they'll be looking for extra width. And I think Matthews gives them that better than Lustig. Some of Lustig's deliveries are uh, are are pretty poor. 
So they got um, Sede Yanko yeah. in, who I guess will be the the attacking option. Well, the right back of the team. He, yeah, he, he played in a friendly against Rafe Rovers when it was like the like a second or third team. So I'm not sure how how involved he's going to be. Or in whether the, it's him or Fisher that's up next. You've got, you got Fisher and Ambrose came off the bench right uh, enough, against yeah. Starnan to, uh, to yeah, replace Lustig. Last season he played right back quite yeah. a bit as well. Uh, Denier, I don't know if he counts. I know he was only on loan last season. I could have put in Denier as well, but I just... Uh, Denier, if I know Van Dijk replaced. Goes, if Van Dijk goes, then definitely Denier. If Van Dijk stays, he probably won't miss him that much because I do, I do agree with Joel. I think Boyata gives him more balance at the back. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I still think... Um, I mean, he's a big player... To, to lose and I mean Gidetti I think he deserves a mention here I know he, yeah. had, I know he had like a, a spell where he was incredible and then he kind of fell off the radar a little bit but he had a good under 21 tournament and he um, he's a cocky dick and he and has some, sometimes big, you need that as a striker yeah, you know, want to have one of them in your squad and he has big clubs looking at him and I think that I, for Celtic and I think he yeah I mean he had Sevilla looking at him before that and stuff but I, I think I think he will have a decent career I mean I'm not going to say he's going to be a world beater or anything but uh, I think he'll have a decent career so I don't know he, he could prove to be a miss at some point ok moving on to Dundee best well, well, but the one you're driving to oh sorry yeah. oh, it's Paul Richter <laughs> yes it's Paul Richter <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> forgot he was still there. No debate. <laughs> <laughs> Skepovic could get an honourable mention or dishonourable mention as well. Yeah, I noticed that um, the other day Dyla said he had two good strikers now after signing. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he just said that because he'd forgotten about Skepovic. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah, he's forgot that he's got actually got Skepovic, which is the only player he paid money for last season was, uh, before January, wasn't was, it? Was Skepovic on the bench last night against Starn? I don't I think didn't he was. Uh, there's rumours he's gone back to Spain on loan anyway. Oh, so. God. That was a shamble. <laughs> Another striking shamble from Celtic. I've yeah. liked a few of them. Right, moving on. Dundee. Best. Ooh. I, I, to me, it kind of came down... There's quite a few good players. That's it. must be pretty good. But my choice then came down to the two strikers I've signed because I like both of them. And I've just got a feeling that Rory Loyal have a better premiership yeah, career than Kane Hemmings. Kane Hemmings <clears throat> has a lot of great physical attributes, I think. Rory Loy's the more intelligent player and yeah. I think when you come up to that level that'll you be a bit more minds? important is that exactly what you put? pretty much yeah oh that's fine <laughs> great minds and all of that I think I would add Nick Ross into that equation as well I think I'd like to see him with the, he's been playing the uh, I've got his my worst side I'll be okay. <laughs> fair enough I'll give my I'll give my uh, reason for this I think uh, he didn't really get an extended many extended runs in the team at Inverness Hartley seems to want to play him. He's been p- picking him for his pre-season lineups. Uh, I think he's looked a decent player, and I think with a run of games, he could come pretty good. I would still say that someone like Loy or Holt is maybe the best signing here. I just wanted to give Nick Ross a mention. I think they've they've not made one truly well, really good signing, but they've um, made a lot of they made a number like, of solid. yeah interesting ones. I think uh, like if all of them turn out to be good, then yeah, they'd be in Europe next season. Yeah, and we've done the predictions. Everybody will reveal what they are next week, but it's a number of us have got Dundee in the top four. The only thing I noted about uh, Loy was <clears throat> him and Stuart. I'm not going to say they're exactly similar players, but they're both intelligent, technical yeah. players that they could, if playing in this, <laughs> the same team, take up similar positions or get in each other road. But they play in that, also, but they play in the system they played last season quite a lot, the 4 2 3 1. They could almost interchange between yeah, yeah, yeah. left and up front. Um, yeah, for worst, I went for Nick Ross just because... Actually, I can maybe change my mind here and say that if they don't sign any other centre-halves, then I would maybe say uh, Hulin 
the defender they got from East again, like, Yeah, I'm not going to give up on that. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got a preposterously long name. Ridiculous. Um, yeah, because if that's the only player they sign up, I don't know of somebody who's come in straight from playing for East Fife. Fair enough, it seems like he'd just kind of done that to get himself in the window and he has played a higher pedigree before. However, it's just signing somebody straight from League 2 to be in your your central defensive pairing. Because I don't... I think Conrad and McPake started the season well last year, but I don't think they ended it particularly well. I think that's a position they could have upgraded on. I just don't think they have. So if he's Hartley's answer, then I think he could be a bad signing. If it's just somebody who's taking a point on as a third centre-half, then that kind of changes things. And if well, they bring in somebody else... five centre-halves now. You've got him, Megat can play centre-half, and Gadzloff's still there. I think, I think well. Megat's a full-back. Is Gadzloff still there? Gadza- is yeah, Gadzalov? Is that yeah. right? Gadzalov, yeah. He's still there. Is he any good, though? He wasn't any good. I think... Um, is he all right? I'm sure Gary said... that. He was good, but his English wasn't great. Yeah, I think he was better than Conrad. And it was kind of holding him back. So, I went for Ross, and it's just because... He's just one of those players, I think, yeah, he's quite nice, but I don't... I'm not really sure what he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I he's, mean... He seems like a really nice guy. He does look like... <laughs> he looks like a nice player as well. He's got like a good, good touch and that. He seems to... He kind of plays the game with his head up, but... It doesn't... There's games where he just doesn't really contribute anything. He just kind of... How smug does Hartley look like there when you just sign him? That's, that's great. <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my worst... I'm going to go for Kane Hemmings. Oh, ah, interesting. I can't see both Kane Hemmings and Stuart succeeding. Both of them succeeding in the Premiership. They scored twenty nine goals between them in in the Championship when they linked up with County Beef. I think it is going to be hard for Hemmings because his physical attributes have made him stand out so much. Yeah, at that's it. County Beef. What it's now he was he was men amongst boys at that point, and now he's going to be men amongst men. It's going I'm, to be I'm not sure he's um, man he's amongst he's men. <laughs> I got lost in that metaphor. <laughs> I'm not sure he's, he's he's got the technical ability or even the t- intelligence to uh, to replicate the form in, in the Premiership. And like you said, it's who's going to be the biggest miss? Stephen McGinn. He was only on loan for the second half of last season, but he's a classy midfielder, um, and I'm not sure if they've replaced him. That's a good shout, actually. After I kind mm. of forgot about him, I went for Jim McAllister. Yeah, Jim McAllister would probably be my next shout. Um, just yeah, he play everywhere. He's solid all over the yeah. park. Yeah, uh, but I think McGinn, McGinn was really is a, he's a class act, and I think Dundee just couldn't afford to keep him in the end. Who McAllister? Yeah, McAllister as well. Who were driving to the next destination? Oh, Simon Ferry. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> just going by what Gary Gary Corbett says. I suppose he is. There is a few Lukatan coach and consideration as well, but I went for Phil Roberts. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, Roberts, Tankulic, flip a coin. I mean, maybe Tankulic just done enough to keep himself there. Ferry will be on a decent wedge. How about yeah, Roberts, but we get Tankulic to drive him? <laughs> Ferry's in the boot. <laughs> right, let's move on to their cross-town rivals, Dundee United. Cross-street rivals, should I say. Best signing. I'm going to go with Wesley Schneider. Can I jump in here? Not Wesley, Rodney. I mean, you're amazing. Is he actually signed? Has he not signed yet? It's definitely. I think he was given it time to think over his options. Right, so... (laughs) Whether he really wants to come to Scotland. The signing of Maurizio Pena taught me never to judge a player by his YouTube clips. But I'm going to just completely ignore that and say Schneider's going to be amazing. But he's not signed yet, so who should actually answer? When he does sign, he's going to be amazing. Well, in that case, um, I don't really know much about this Call Donaldson. I know you gave him a good reference, Craig. He's, he's, my, he's my one. He, he's more... If we're, if we're talking about maybe just signings for next season, then it might not be him, but if we look back in a few years, 
I think he would be the shout. He's. I think when, Dar- I, when I saw him at Livingston for an 18 year old, he was really, like, really had all the physical attributes, even at a young age, and he was really good in the football as well. United will obviously appreciate that. And yeah, it could be the reason QPR spent that money to get him, and I'm surprised that they didn't. I, I don't know maybe whether he was homesick at all, but I'm surprised he didn't try and hold on to him for longer. And he should, if he develops, be a, a great talent one day. So that's really one to watch for the future. Whether he'll play that much next year, I'm not too sure. So because I don't know too much about him, I'm going to go for Martin Durnan because I was really impressed with him last season, both in a back four and a back three. He was really good, comfortable on the ball. He's, I don't know, he, he looks very confident and assured. I think he's going to be a good... good I was, uh, yeah, Mark Donald's my, my, my show. He was, in, he was in high demand after a uh, season with Queen of the South uh, last season. And I was amazed that he's only 22. He's, um, he, he doesn't look at he plays. He plays like he's um, five, six, seven years uh, older. He's, even at 22, he's played more than 100 senior league appearances. He's had more than 100 senior league appearances. So he has got experience behind him. And he shows that in the way he plays. You know, he's, he's confident on the ball. Yeah. He's comfortable. And in big games against good opposition yeah. last season. He's, he's, he's got a physicality as well, which will suit United. There's, he, they're sometimes got a bit of a... Um, Soft spine, soft, soft center, center, yeah, yeah. definitely. Soft spine, dear, oh dear. Soft, yeah, soft center. <laughs> you, feel you don't want a soft spine, yeah. <laughs> the only thing is that he didn't look the quickest. That's that's my only kind of criticism of observing him last season. Yeah, I've actually, it's almost by default because it was either him or the, the striker they signed. Bodo. Bodo, but I went for Dunham as my worst mm. United signing just because. We have to point out that United have only signed three players yeah. at this point, which yeah, makes it pretty difficult. Five. There is that. Oh no, four. There is that. I was, I was initially. I am overall generally positive about the Dunham signing, um, but it's just signing a player from from a lower division, and the fact as well <laughs> to be sometimes with a player, especially when they come from a lower league, and one of their main talents is they're really comfortable in the ball. That sets off alarm bells for me because if you're playing in the Scottish Championship and you're really good in the ball, what are you no good at? Right. Okay, but he's young. Yes, that's true. Um, like I say, I'm generally positive about that side. I just had to pick one. Championship was stronger. I don't know. I, I don't want to say anything too fantastical, but it was, like, it was pretty strong last season. That's true. It's not always that strong. And I just think that um, in the matches I saw him in, for instance, I mean, even when... Queen of the South got tanked at Tynecastle. He still played pretty well. I remember him playing well against Rangers. One thing I will add is that the Queen of the South fan who wrote their player ratings, Andrew, uh, sorry, Adam Laurie, he said that uh, the three centre halves they had last season, the two being Higgins and Dowie, oh, yeah. that Dunham had the poorer season of the three, even okay. though he was still, even though he was still good, I think he still gave him seven out of ten. So eh, maybe I, I do, I do like the signing generally, but. I'm just worried to get like an R. Cal Morris, which isn't really an insult to Cal Morris. who ended last season fairly well, but I'm still not entirely convinced by him. And they could just have a set and a half pairing where they're both kind of like... It would just be the same at the United. As McNamara's done it as soon as he arrived there, just changing set and a halves all the time. Maybe just stick with them. Maybe just let them learn from their mistakes, Jackie. How about that? Yeah. Okay. So the fourth player you're talking about there, Justin Johnson, um, that you pointed out to me, Joel, I think he signed towards the end of last season. Oh, so he still kind of counts as a new signing, but they got him at the end of last season. Who's your worst? The new striker? Probably have to be Cole yeah. Donaldson. He's from, he's from East Lothian, so I really want to go for him. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I, go I think the, the, the key for Donaldson is uh, attitude. What snippets of air, but if, if he's actually sorted, then or if he's actually spot on, then he, sh- he should um, <clears throat> go out from what else have um, heard about him. He should thrive at United. 
And then you got to go Darko uh, Budo. Just um, he's one of those. He'll be either. Um, yeah, be Nadir Chifchi or it'll be Mario Bellati. Yeah. Well, again, I looked him up, and uh, his the goals that are on YouTube. He, he's, he looks like he's got a crack and finish, but this was from not last season. He scored one goal last season. This is from the season before his previous club, uh, which he, he I think he got nine goals for them that season, which isn't terrible. Uh, but I think because they've only signed three players or four, if you include this other guy, and this guy as a striker only scored one goal last season. That's he, the only reason I'm going to pick. He him. came through reasons the Ajax youth system and. Um, it was, like, it was one of those Sun um, interviews where they uh, played played under Van Basten or learned from Ber- Van Basten and Bergkamp. But he just said he just he completely lost his way. Uh, he fell in with the wrong people, so he's trying to build his career back up. Probably won't happen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we all agree that the biggest miss will be Nadia Chifty? Yeah. Yeah. And player to drive to the next club. I think that's what makes his job even bigger is like he's coming in to fill a void, huge void left in this United team in an attacking sense. Although to segue to the next point, he just has to be better than Henry Anya. Definitely my answer, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I went for the, the goalkeeper um Schwarmnick. Schwarmnick and then forgot that Anya was signed on like a, a 30 year a 30 year deal, so uh, <laughs> definitely going for Anya. Right. Two thousand and seventeen he's got a contract to us. Bonkers! Okay. <laughs> Hamilton. Oh, m- move on. <laughs> Best Simon. I like the look of this left back. Um, okay. I looked him up. Uh, Anton's Kurakins, is it? Is that the boy? Or Grandma's Kurtai. Yeah, Kurakins, yeah. He's a Latvian international, he's got three caps. Uh, he was at Celtic as a youngster. Yes, he was on Sonar at loan, they were and very Brecon. impressed by them. They might have been a league two at the time, and, but they were impressed. And Brecon, but he was a lot younger at that time, yeah. I and mean, he's still uh, 25 now. Um, and I think he, he looks good with both feet he looks technically very good he looks like he gets up and down the pitch and he's really athletic I actually had Hamilton predicted as bottom before they signed these players and I think they might just finish just above the automatic relegation spot now um, I've gone for and the reason I've gone for this I'll explain it to you course but Nadi because he scores with his penis against hips is that why <laughs> you're going to tell us no it's not Nadi I've gone for a striker, Carlton Morris, who they got on loan from Norwich. The reason I've gone for this is because we know how much Alex Neal loves Hamilton. And That's how, just still matter. And how, <laughs> how much gratitude he shows to the club, like when he signs uh, Anthony Andrew for, what was it, a million pounds? Yeah. So I he's done really well in their preseason. So I think similarly, he's, um, he's going to give... Norwich, a player who's pretty much ready for the English Premier League, but he's just like, no, nah, I just I need help with Hamilton, I need to stay up one more season. So he's given them somebody who's probably going to be worth about £10 million in two years' time. And that's just what I'm, I don't know much about him. What I have heard about him as well is that he's a player who likes to bring others into play, yeah. and that's exactly what Hamilton likes for yeah. strikers. He's good with his back to goal, he's really tall, he's 6'2". He looks, yeah, that's that's he why looks I actually went for Nadi, just because I, I didn't really know anyone else. I uh, couldn't remember much about Chris Turner from a scene against the only scene Dumbarton twice last season. I was tempted to put Nadi as my worst, but I just think he'll. If he's, I think, especially now that they've signed Morris, if Morris is a starting striker, Nadi's a striker coming off the bench, there'll be games where he can impact and do I things. I think he's, 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 he's a better option than uh, Jason Scott under Hasselbank was. Yes. Nadi. Uh, really talked up his uh, physique, his attitude, and he won't, sc- he won't score goals. It's something ridiculous. Like, he's, you think he's highest. Um, he's never scored more than six in the league, which is 
for a striker. They've signed terrible. another striker. How do you not accidentally do that? But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it'd be a, a good. Um, he's, he's mobile enough. He's, he's not going to be. He's, he won't hit the heights of uh, Mac Daddy, but it'd be a useful foil for uh, players like Ali Crawford or the Daddy Mac. So they signed another striker, Salva, Salva yeah. Chamorro, who's like a Spanish target man. That'd be good then. Uh, so they've got Both quite a few options up front now. Um, and they've signed an attacking midfielder as well, Curtaz, who again looks like a decent player. This, I've was, still heard anything. I've put him down as my worst just because I've not heard anything about what we're talking about. I can find a Wikipedia page for the guy. Again, I looked him up uh, and he, he looks like a really creative attacking midfielder. Technically very good. Um, but obviously when you're looking at these clips, I have to add... You're looking at their highlights. They're picking, cherry picking the best moments and making a yeah. reel. It's not as if they're going to show their like, uh, yeah, there's misplaced passes and things. What have you got? Go easy. What have you guys got as the worst? Damn the one down. <laughs> by default. Oh, yeah. Craig, I think he's going to be pretty good. I'm going to pick. Turner. It's got to be one of the three strikers because they're not all going to play all season. So Nadi Morris or Chamorro. Gonna go. I'll go with this Chamorro guy. Okay. And uh, biggest miss has to be Henry. Henry. Yeah. yeah can we can we go Mac Daddy from <laughs> from January? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Henry. Yeah, he's a little good choice as well. And player to drive to the next club. This is a bit um, difficult from guys recycled for last season. I went for Darry McKinnon just because he really annoys the Hamilton fans with some of his antics, even though he does play well sometimes. <laughs> I have been compiling some stats recently, um, looking at secondary assists as well, and he comes out quite high on secondary. Him and Abdul Osman uh, don't have many assists, but they have a few... Hockey pass. Hockey assists, yeah, which I found pretty interesting, because they're both kind of like midfield destroyers. McKinnon's definitely a, mid- a midfield destroyer. Um, midfield destroyer, nightclub destroyer. So I, so I would keep him there. Um, Martin Canning? Yeah, maybe. That's a good shout. <laughs> as, as both player and probably likely manager as well in a few months' time. Right, hearts. A subject close to all of our um, hearts. Wow. Best signing? All of them. Okay. <laughs> I've gone for Juanma. Because I, I, I like the sound of a, of a technically good striker who can bring others into play. And if Osman So is playing beside him or coming off the wing, and Gavin Riley similarly, I think that's a, a perfect foil for either one of the two. He looks, um, he looks tidy, like he's got um, a physical <laughs> presence as well. He looks like he's been shown himself about. But I, uh, I'm, I'm taking a Craig out, uh, Craig, uh, leave out Craig's book and Craig going, at least <laughs> going for someone who's is not quite signed yet. And the Nigerians uh, left back. He sounds like he's going to be a bit of a nutter. You on Hush Oshinawa? Oshinawa, yeah. yeah I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Great pedigree because he played for Nigeria at the World Cup. And oh, won, yeah. he won the Cup of Nations as well. I, I kind of hoped he had signed by now so I could pick him for this. Just, uh, even just what uh, Robbie Nelson said, and he's um, when asked about him that he's he's got to come in straight first pick. He's physical, he's tall, and he's, yeah, and he's another one that gets forward. Like, yeah, he really gets It's going to be brilliant having the four, six foot plus folk at, uh, at the back. Come at us. <laughs> right, uh, who's the worst? Mm. I went for the, the reason I'm going for this is because I've heard that the reason, the only reason he's at Hearts in the first place is because he's got a bit of an injury history. Um, 
And I will contradict myself later on in this podcast because a player I've picked has got an injury history, but I think we'll be good for his club. But it's just hard to pick for these guys, and I needed to pick some reason. And uh, so I've gone for Blasje Augustin. Uh, just because, like I say, you don't, you don't want a centre-half who misses a lot of the season through injury. and mm. that's just. But from what I've heard of him, from the way he's looked in the pre-season friendlies, which I don't want to judge because in pre-season friendlies, yeah. Ishmael Boozy looked like the best centre-half I've ever seen. So it is nothing to judge it on, but I've heard he is a very classy player and could be a dominant force at the back for Hearts. And like you say, could have a back four, four three of full of six foot guys, and we can back, get back to the old stereotype. Yeah. Big bad Hearts, <laughs> big strong laddies. <laughs> so yeah, the, the, either of the two centre backs I reckon will, will turn out to be poo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's <laughs> the, Craig, do you think we'll be jobbies? <laughs> I, I don't know, again, it's tough to pick with people that you don't really know much about. I, I mean, I'm going to go with you, Craig, and go with this centre-half. We're not going to get lucky two seasons in a row with a, a good centre-half, and I don't know, I've not got anything better than that, sorry. But I guess miss. Zifuk. Uh, nah, I don't know. I'd, f- he could just score a goal out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I mean, but some games were just so infuriating. About sometimes he, he would nothing just, else. Yeah, but he could just like out of nowhere. We just like fuck the ball in. <laughs> it was, yeah, he was. He was really, really infuriating. Not in a naddy way. He was really infuriating. But then he, yeah, I agree with both your points. Is he, he? Then he came on against Rangers in the last yeah. last game of the season yeah. and just two great goals. Then yeah, two against, strikers go, yeah. Then there was a game against Hibs not long before. Did they do it? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's hard because I just went for Wilson just because it's, a, it's an easy choice. I would, I would like Wilson to stay because I think between him and uh, Ustruck, there's going to be there would be a, a really good partnership there um, if they had more time to, to play together. Eckersley, no, he's much of a muchness. Keaton's, I was disappointed to see him go. Yeah. I, I'm not sure there's much of a difference between him and Gavin Riley. Yeah, but then it's hard to say he's going to be missed because they've just replaced him with yeah, these exactly, exactly. blonde um, clone. Everyone else. I mean, Carrick maybe is a little bit... It's difficult to tell with Carrick because he missed like a huge part of last season because of injury and he might have played a bit more mm. of a part and he might have developed a bit further. I think um, there's a better footballer in Gary Oliver than there is in Dale Carrick, so I think it was one or the other. And I think the uh, hearts have went the right way. Yeah, and it's good. Although uh, it's not good because Elhas is out for uh, four six months. Hearts have got quite a few strikers. That, he's, 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 Oliver's going to stay, so and he's, he's done well in season. Player that will be this is very hard. Player that the fans would like to see leave immediately. I don't think there's any. There's, there's actually not any. But the player oh, yeah, we're perfect. I'm going to say Callum Patterson then. What? <laughs> That's madness. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I, 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 what I will say though is I think he's a little bit overrated by some Hearts fans. I don't think, I don't know. I, again, he's another one where his temperament can be in question sometimes. Yeah. It's just all Callum Patterson. Callum Patterson, oh, yeah. Right. Oh, and I think um, sometimes his distribution is awful. Yep. Terrible. Yes. So he's um, constantly terrible. And I think that he but. has a lot of good qualities. Um, but he's absolutely brilliant. Athletic, yeah, I know, yeah, exactly. And um, he's quick, he's strong, all Scores these kind goals. of things. But I, he does have his shortcomings, and I think the Hearts fans sometimes build him up a bit too much. Yeah, it's possibly. But I'm not saying we should like put him in a car and drive him at his next club or anything. I don't think there's any player that's Scott Gallagher. That. Scott Gallagher, just because Jack Hamilton's emerging as Aurel has to be trusted. Yeah, wage thief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, Kenny Anderson, if he doesn't. 
If he doesn't, so, yeah, but he needs a. Ch- he, I mean, he deserves this season, yeah. Yeah, Inverness. Best. Oh Christ, this was tough. Oh. Best signing. Is Jordan Roberts supposed to be fast? Is he fast? Um, Did you not say he was fast? I've got notes here. I don't. I didn't note down that he was quick. I mean, he wants to. He always. He looks like an attacking midfielder. He can also play on the wing. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Best Jordan Roberts. Worst. I didn't note it down. I, I know it didn't stand out his pace, but I mean, he, I'm sure he can move a little bit. I'm, I'm going to go for the best uh, own form Williams just because I've heard his name on the football league show for the last like decade. So um, I didn't, he didn't look good at that free kick though. Oh, I did, yeah, that was that was terrible. Worst for Inverness. Worst is definitely Wedderburn. Yeah, definitely. Was a strange I, I don't sign. get it at all. I, I saw him sign. play twice last season, and I'm not going to like. Review his entire season based on those two games, but I saw him play at centre half. I know he's playing centre midfield for Inverness, and I didn't think much of him either. He's big and he's strong, but he didn't seem to have much else. His name that. and the build of an NFL linebacker, but I think he might also have the football ability of one as well. Um, biggest miss, Graham Shinney. Has to be Shinney, yeah, but you could Special also. for Watkins. Watkins and Ferry, yeah. And player to drive to next club. Got to be Carl Tremarco, surely. Yeah, I, yeah, we mentioned him earlier. I mean, did seems... they give him a three-year deal in the first line? Though, how is he still there? Well, he's twenty-six DS. We got another year ago, last year. I don't know if they maybe signed him to two years after the first season, but even then, I think he's ever looked that good. Oh, yeah. we forgot about Danny. We've got to give mention Danny Lopez. Is he, is he your best signer? <laughs> no, I mean he could he could possibly be the worst as well. I I, I don't <laughs> think it'd be Eric. Let's move on. We're adding nothing here. We're talking about Inverness, right? So a team we can definitely talk mm. about. I was going to qualify that, but we'll leave it. Come on, we're running a bit over time anyway. Best, can I combine them and go Carrick and Boyd? I think if they're both on the uh, on the pitch together, I think just uh, um, there's a, going to be a chemistry there that's going to build up and turn out to be really good. They could be I think like complement each other really well. They could be like a sitcom as well. Yeah, like Carrick just seems like a easygoing, fun-loving kind of guy. Like roommates and boys, yeah, just and boy miserable, just a miserable <laughs> guy. Like a Scottish football's Carol and Nolan kind of thing. Whatever that is, yeah. Well, they live together. And Carol. Oh, right, sorry, sorry. I thought, I thought you were naming some sort of obscure sitcom that never heard of. Right. I think last season, last season was an anom- anomaly for, for Boyd. Carrick would do a lot, of, a lot of his running for him, and there'll be goals there. I've gone for Boyd just because I think it's it's all for me it's like a a coin flip <clears throat> whether Boyd's going to be the player who he was at Kelly or something close to that or the player he was at Rangers and he's just it, it wasn't Rangers it's just because he's done as a player which could easily happen as well you see it all the time where players just drop off cliffs it could happen to Chris Boyd but like I said at the same time he could score fifteen goals next season mm-hmm. and I think it's worth the punt if you're Kelly. If you're in another team, maybe not, but when you're talking about you want to sign something to make sure you stay in the division, Boyd could be the difference between them going down and them being comfortable together and not even having any talk of relegation. And maybe even, because the fact is that there's a couple of teams probably ready to come out of the top six. If Boyd scores 20 goals and there's enough few players that play well, Kelly could get the top six. They could also finish last. I'm really looking forward to this season. I like it. what the hell is going to happen. Yeah, it's it's tough. I totally agree with you about the boy thing that it could go either way. Uh, I'm going to go with Higginbottom as my yeah, he was, he, best yeah. sign-in because I think he's going to uh, be expected to 
replace the creativity that Emenko's left. I mean, I know he's a different kind of player and potentially he'll be playing in a different kind of position, but I think he'll replace some of his creativity and the danger from set pieces. So I think any Kamarnik's success will need him to do well. Uh, I mean, the worst one, I think you could pick a few different ones here. I'm going to stick my neck out and say Boyd because I think he... If I was going to bet on it between them having, like you say, like a 20, season, 20 goals or four or five goals, I would go towards the four or five goals. Uh, I think that, I think he's eight, is he eight off a hundred for Kilmarnock? Yeah. I think that's probably going to be more of a distraction for him rather than a motivation. So I'm going to go with Boyd as the worst. I've, I've gone for Stevie Silas yeah. because he's living off, in my opinion, he's living off past reputations. He didn't play well for Rangers the last couple of seasons it's got a good free kick <laughs> I think it was hated by Rangers every time it, it, <laughs> he went to do a throw in and it just flashed to Rangers fans they were, they were permanently angry last season but he seemed to get a lot of stick uh, so I went, I'm going to go for him because I think he'll play regularly and disappoint regularly whereas McCulloch I don't think he will no, play regularly no I think, I think he's mainly saying it's a, already been I, said I, I think if he, um, if he does play a couple of games and has a nightmare or Banjo someone uh, big time that he would just uh, get like a, a six game ban. He would just he would just retire. Well, I think they've got four centre halves before him, don't they? They've got Connolly, Ashcroft, O'Hara, and Finlay. So and and Locke already said that he was signed predominantly as a coach. Finlay could be a bad signing, and just the fact that he's a young centre half and yeah. young centre halves in a struggling team that could be a recipe for disaster. And he's not also he's not their player. So you know you're developing somebody who's, who's not going to belong to you. Yeah. So you always kind of worry, wonder about that. But Finlay is supposed to be a really good talent, mm-hmm. so that it could work out fine. And maybe if he shows that he's because he he's apparently very good on the football, and if he shows that he could be reliable as well, I mean he'll maybe even be a Celtic regular in the next couple of years. So it's it's great for him if he can start. But I don't know if that's exactly what the player that Kelly needed right now. Um, player that missed the most. Uh, they've done really well in getting rid of yeah Aaron Michael went for kind of just because he still brought something not many other yeah. ones did even if he didn't do it that often last Chant- season was Chant- okay. yeah Chant was okay that yeah was a couple so of really good games at the start of the season but never really seemed to do much after that I mean I suppose Pascal deserves a mention but I think it got to the time where he had to leave <laughs> yeah. I mean I think he was a good servant for Kilmarnock but it got to the time where he it was to disappointing uh, I thought Sammy Klingin would have done more for, yeah. uh, for Kelly when they, when they originally signed him uh, I think injuries hampered him. Yeah, he was uh, always kind of. He used to have some really good games for a kind of for a midfielder who looked kind of like the kind of battler you you used to seeing in that position. Because that's what he actually looked like in terms of like I say. Yeah. Like, um, but he never really kind of fulfilled that role. He was, he was more kind of about his passing and stuff, and he would have some absolutely horrendous games and some ones where he was pretty good. But who is the player that the fans would want out the door immediately? I went for Michael and Goo because I really was surprised he was still there. Aye, but Who the did, hell gave him a two-year deal? Did Van Dijk not Gary break his ankle halfway through the season or something? Aye, but is he any good anyway? Well, yeah. I mean, he didn't get much of a chance to show it. But, um, yeah, he wasn't great for Hearts, was he? I mean, I think he had a couple of decent... Oh, wait, no. I think Michael and Goo might have got released. Let me just double-check that. I was going to say Jamie Hamill just... Uh, but then I remembered Kelly fans actually quite like him, so... They want yeah. to keep him. According to Wikipedia, Ingu's actually been released. So okay. Can't pick him. So who was the other ones? Josh McGuinness? Nah. I mean, I know he was one of their top performers last season, but he's. They've got a lot of runners in attack. They've got Obadai, Josh McGuinness, and Carrick. There's a lot of McKenzie as well. There's a lot of energy there. 
Um, <clears throat> they'll be hoping to drive Scott Robinson out, out the door <laughs> after a few games. Just got there. It's, it's, it's hard to. <laughs> Samson? It's a bit harsh. Scotland International, Craig Samson? Daryl Wesser. If we've signed McDonald, then that doesn't really make much sense. You can maybe go for him. Right, let's move on. Motherwell. Right, let's get into this. Go on, Craig. Give, give your case for the defence. Well, I haven't actually predicted that they'll finish top six yet. Okay. What happened was I was listing um, a number of bets that I liked the look of, that none of none of which I'd taken yet. Uh, they included things like Dundee United to finish in the bottom six, and Vernes to finish in the bottom six, and one of them was Motherwell to finish in the top six, which I think was six or seven to one. You did also say at a later date, I think Motherwell will finish in the top six. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't think it's... That bad a shout, really. I mean, I think they've still to sign a goalkeeper. They could probably do another centre-half. I'm not sure what this uh, Kieran Kennedy is going to be like. But I've been quite impressed with their signings other than that. I mean, getting McDonald back in is good, or re-signing McDonald's good. Um, the other strikers they've signed, Clarkson... I mean, again, it could go either way. He had a great... He had a spell where he was on fire last season, and then he didn't score a goal for... I think he scored one in, like... Was it one in 13 games after his eight games? Yeah, the thing about Clark's is that he expanded it further. He's, he's had one he's had one eight-game stretch. He's been brilliant. But apart from that, he's been pretty poor in a stretch you can go back about three or four years. They're, so, replace, they're replacing Sutton and Erwin. Uh, Erwin's had a, a really good end of the season, five goals in ten games. And Sutton, apart from when he played at Tynecastle, was a reliable Premiership goal scorer. He scored Clarkson, 13 last season without yeah, being a regular Clarkson the I don't season. think is anymore uh, Scott McDonald's not a strike he's seen now he's playing in midfield He was towards, towards the end of last season but I don't think Clarkson is going to play too much next season I, 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 I asked really? this on the WhatsApp page and I, I wasn't even sure why they had signed him especially if like McDonald signed I know you're saying that he might drop into midfield a little bit but I like the, the look of this Lewis Moult whether he can make the step up to uh, from the level that he's at at the moment, is obviously the big question. I think Wes Fletcher's maybe proved himself at a higher level, but he had problems with injury and never really recovered. Uh, he had a first good a season with York. Record either. Well, he did for the first season, but then right. he got injured towards the end of it. I think he got injured in the March. Uh, going by the fans' forum, he never really recovered his form after that because there were some decent clubs looking at him at the end of that season. Uh, Lewis Moll got to the final of the FA Trophy with Wrexham. He scored six goals in the tournament on the way there, including two in the final and one in each leg of the semi-final. I bet Motherwell fans are rubbing their hands together in glee. I'm making Craig yawn <laughs> through all of this. <laughs> and he scored 16 goals uh, in the league that same season. He scored 17 goals when Anita in the season before. Again, it has to be he has to step up another level. But I saw his press conference. I think he looks like a, a guy who's got his head screwed on. And I think he might uh, be one of the surprise packages of the season. One thing about Barraclough, he signed well in the tr- uh, January transfer window from down south. Yeah. We've got Conor Grant and uh, Johnson, um, the, the keeper as well, uh, George Long. But one thing they've... they've the Lang as well, he arrived in Lang, January, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Straker. So there was a couple that didn't in terms work of, out. In terms of players that, uh, that have left the club, I count 14 who can be termed as first-team players that have left the club. Yeah. Which is, uh, but quite a few of them have underperformed for a while. Oh yeah, or injury. One of them signed for former Team United. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right, I just, I, 
It's it's hard to because especially in recent seasons how we've seen Inverness pluck all these players from like I mean Christ Danny Williams came from like the eighth tier of mm. English football, um, but they seem to have a special knack for it. Every other team, if it's anywhere lower than League One, I have my suspicions if that's going to be a good player. And Moults from the the conference mm. and Fletcher from League Two. So I just. There's just so many crap English-based strikers that have come up and completely bombed. Some men were specialists in signing them. Uh, I think St. Johnson have had a few as well. So I just, I don't know, I'd have to, I just don't really like either of them. I, worst signing for, I went for McDonald just as a cheek because I don't like any of other signings. Worst signing for me is Joe Chalmers. I've <laughs> seen him play at Falkirk, the division below. Maybe he's a good centre-half because I've not seen him play there. I've seen him play at left-back and he looked hopeless. Like he didn't, he really didn't look like a left back. He sounds hard. He sounds like he's a hard man. He does. Maybe if he's a centre half, maybe it's a different story. I would like to qualify that. But yeah, if it's a left back to challenge Hamill, I can't see it at all. I'd rather have Hamill even in 10 years' time. Worst? Anybody else? No. Let's keep going. (laughs) (laughs) The the biggest miss is Erwin, of course. Yes. And the player to drive to the next club. Bit tricky this. Hey, I went for Craig Reed just cause yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah. He's not even meh, he's rubbish. Yeah, rubbish meh. He's not even funny rubbish. Right, Partick Thistle. No, it is funny rubbish, because I'm sure it was him that um, took out McManus at McDermott Park last season. When it was I always, got, cl- I always clam- got mixed up with him and Fraser Kerr, yeah, that was cla- a problem. Oh, was it? Both of them, yeah. yeah. They've, they've got like... I'm glad they've got rid of like Cummins and Ramsden and Kerr who he's like I, I thought Ramsden was okay he had his moments they, they were like the, the same player <laughs> three of them especially Kerr and Reed both <laughs> short four letter names as well right Park Thistle who, oh, this is a tough one who's the best side I'm going to be Gary Mill Gary Miller should say you think the best one yeah, Cherney yeah. I'm going to go with Thomas Cherney. I'm going to go with Cherney as well even though I do like Gary Miller yeah, Gary Miller, I was, I've always been impressed with him at St. Johnson. He was kind of steady Eddie. Uh, never came across as having, having a nightmare. He wasn't a regular, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's hard for any defender to break into um, to St. Johnson, especially a right-back when you've got uh, Dave Mackay ahead of you. But he played centre-back as well, uh, looked solid enough there. And Stephen O'Donnell is a big player to replace, cause especially his attacking instincts. But I think Miller's a better defender. And I don't think... Um, There'll be there'll be too much. Um, Thistle fans will miss O'Donnell too much after a while with uh, Miller there. Yeah, um, I think they'll miss O'Donnell's abilities going forward. But I think Miller maybe heralds a different approach for Thistle because mm. he's a much more solid defender than O'Donnell was. O'Donnell was almost like a winger playing at the back. So, um, really, kind of he improved a bit in that in that side of his game. But he just had that such a cavalier style going forward. I mean. And Miller appears to live in a cartoon because his son is called Ace. Brilliant. Or he's a big Jim Carrey fan. Maybe. Possibly. Craig, you went for Cherney? Aye. Um, well, he was really good at Hamilton a few seasons back, wasn't he? He got a move to Bulgaria after it. I think it was uh, CSK Sofia he uh, went to yeah. afterwards. Um, so, yeah, he, I mean, he... He was Hamilton's Player of the Year that season. I, mean, I don't know what else to add to that. I think that goalkeeper has been a slightly dodgy position over the last couple of years for Partick Thistle. Uh, Gallagher's obviously coming towards the end of his career. Scott Fox has had a little bit of... Called up to Scotland. It's mental. 
Scott Fogg's had a little bit of a tough time every now and again. Uh, Partick Thistle, I think Thomas Cherney, as much as I do not like Partick Thistle's squad going into the season, especially their defence, I think they've signed well in the goalkeeping department, so I'm going to go with him. I think Thistle have got a decent enough starting eleven, but they've yeah. just got no depth, depth yeah. to their squad at all. I need an attacking midfielder as well. Yes, Lola's still there. Yeah, Lola's still there. They need something on the other side. Yeah. But Higginbottom's gone, and I think it uh, looks like that move's going to be uh, the worst. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah, probably. But uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> not, a, not a, apart from being a Liverpool, not a great pedigree in terms of five goals in League Two last season. Yeah, I mean, that's they want him to bring the unpredictability of Higginbottom. He can play on the wing, though. I mean, something. What I'm trying to say is, he's not like he's not played all those games as a striker. He oh, plays, can you play so, right? Oh, maybe he as well. Right, yeah. If maybe he's to. Pre- to replace Higginbottom yeah. that, that might be okay but he didn't he looked a bit one dimensional he looked like he had a bit of pace but maybe not ter- terrible amount of skill right uh, biggest miss Higginbottom or Balatoni uh, I'd say Higginbottom or O'Donnell oh yeah O'Donnell of course I mean Balatoni for the last half of last season yeah. I mean he became a joke figure on this show to a pretty solid performer last season so um I think Franz and Seaborn are solid enough, especially yeah. with Osborne in front of them protecting them, so I don't think he'll be that much of a miss. I think for now, oh, it's a difficult one. I think you meant Osman there. Or just before say? people get Osborne, Osborne yeah, I think that was the season before. Five, yeah, yeah, you're close enough. It's not racist. Wabbit, he was mean of Wabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I meant Mark Waters. Um, <laughs> I, I will go for, yeah. I mean, at least he, play, he, he wasn't involved at all. Uh, second half of last I season, think. he just really was. He was poor. But teams still respected them, mm. though, and that, that's something they might miss. Maybe I'll change. It. I'll go for O'Donnell then. And else to throw in anything before? Yeah, I, I, I was. I was pushing towards by Balatoni. Okay, Ross County best. Is it, are we doing the, the, the person who drive to... Oh, yeah, of course. Just pick someone. Yeah. Go for it. I went, well, I went for we Sean. can't afford to lose anybody. We should be driving someone to them. I just went for Sean Welsh. I think they're getting a bit exasperated with the amount he's of injury out of contract. I think he's, he's, he's gone. Is he? End I think they, August, they, they not give him another one. And, is he not? Well, he might just be making this you up. You just keep talking and I'll investigate. I wondered whether they had retained him as their captain as this well. Is, this is Nady's toe poker. Uh, this one you've got, you've got up, isn't it? Because it just says end of I August 2015 yeah. for Sean Welsh. Which is a very strange, unless they're saying right, prove your fitness by before the end of the, the, the maybe the, yeah the transfer window. No, it's still there. Release you. It's still there. It's still there. Yeah, because I think they're just getting. He's a very good player when he plays, but he's just been so injured the, the last two seasons. I mean, he's he's barely managed to get in the park. That's thing. They've now they've now refined their squads um, so much that they've got a lot of. Good or decent first team players, and then the rest are just youngsters, so it's hard to. It's difficult to pick Christy someone Elliott, to get maybe? rid of. Yeah. yeah, he's not great. He's, he's okay. He does a job sometimes, and he can fill in a f- couple of different positions. He can mm. play left back as well, for instance. Right, Ross County best signing. I've gone for Andrew Davis, the new captain and centre half, who apparently, and this is me contradicting myself. Apparently, it's brilliant, and the only reason <coughs> Ross County have him is that he's injury prone. <laughs> Yeah, he's, got, he's, he's definitely had decent pedigrees. He was looked upon well at Middlesbrough. He went he to the, through, yeah. he went to the league cup final with yeah, Bradford. Bradford yeah. Won promotion with them. Yeah, I read the same as you, Craig. That um, 
he's he's really good, but he's injury prone. Yeah, and the other, but, but ironically, it's the other defender that they've signed who's already out injured. Is it Chris? Is it Chris Robertson? Robertson? Robinson? Yes. Not Chris Robinson. Definitely not. Chris Robertson. Chris Robertson. So he's al- he's already injured. So um, if the other one's injury prone, then they might already have a bit of a. Problem in defence there. You said that number of decent looking players, Ross County, because I talked about not trusting players from League 2 and below, and they sign a lot of players for League 1 who look alright, like Stuart Murdoch, who used to play for Falkirk. He looks like he could be a good player as well, and they really miss, they need more in the centre of the park as well. I've, that's what, since you went for Andrew Davis, I've went, going to go for Ian McShane. Love Joy. Um, I think he's the type of player to finally replace Lawson. He's very, very calm and composed on the ball, efficient passer. So um, it's better on the ball than Woods and Irvin. The thing about McShane, I've actually gone for him for potentially worst because he comes across as potentially fan- worst. There's only one player on that uh, list that has to be worst. Oh, Wait. I've got two. Ricky Foster. Yeah, I think Foster might do a job. He was the kind of obvious choice. I wanted to avoid him. Uh, so I went for McShane just because he's got. He supposedly looks a little lackadaisical in his play, which makes which splits opinion amongst fans, and especially if County play with the four four two that they were towards the end of last season. Yeah, I'm not sure how you will fit in. Uh, fit in a, a yeah. So they need to maybe adopt their style. With those, the, they forwards are quite important to the team, so I'm not entirely sure they will. So yeah, Ricky Foster is probably the maybe the right shot, but McShane, depending on the system. I think Brian Graham's a good signing. He's the type of striker that gets on the end of crosses. That's exactly how McIntyre got his success with something, Ross County something last different season. To Boyce and Curran. Yeah, a good foil for them as well. Yeah, even, even though I think he's. he's I mean, (laughs) but my point is they scored a lot of goals with two small strikers through pumping crosses into the box last Mm. season. Now they've added somebody who's a bit taller, a bit more of a target man. And uh, I mean, a lot of most of the goals he scored from open play for St. Johnston, even though he wasn't the most prolific, were getting on the end of crosses. So I think he's going to be a good fit for them. Um, The worst, maybe Scott Fox. Are they going to have another? Season. I think Fox is decent enough. I think he's middle of the road. I know he's not terrible. I'm not trying to make him out to be a terrible goalkeeper, but there were moments uh, for Partick Thistle where he was a little I bit know, dodgy. But so. I'd still say he's an improvement on Mark Brown. But do you know, yes, so I would agree with you there, but what, what I'm talking about um, is they've had. It's been a problem position for them last season, and it's not as if they've signed someone. It's not as if. I mean, if they had signed Cherney, say, I'd say, right, well, it looks like they've got that position sorted. I wouldn't. They're not saying they're saying a reliable, a reliable goalkeeper. A goalkeeper you can rely on could turn out to have a great season. Yeah. But I, I'm sitting here right no now. Way. I don't. I, I don't. He doesn't fill me with too much confidence. Fair enough. Any we all said a worse. Move on mm. to biggest miss. Jackson Irvin. Yeah, I would Unless he comes back. And uh, Woods as well. His centre midfield partner. I don't think he was rated anywhere near as high as Irvin in terms of what he did. And some county fans talked of Irvin. He almost got back to Fox. He was there for the entire season, but like talked about, was the most consistent player over the entire yeah. course. The only one that really impressed all the way through. Um, and Paul Quinn deserves a shout as well because yeah, uh, I mean I know they've signed Andrew Davies, so it's maybe not like as big a, a miss as someone like Jackson Irvin, but, um, no, but yeah, he was a huge part. of There's them. not really any players that the fans would like to drive to the next club because they they got rid of just about everybody who was pulled. Yeah. So I, I couldn't even literally look at anybody and, and select Scott Boyd. He, he kind of finished last year okay. Yeah, he did actually. Um, after a, a terrible start, but the whole team had a terrible start. Rocco I mean, Quinn didn't have a great year. He had a bit of an injury. Did not he come back just towards mm. the end of last season? 
think he scored in the is, last game. Is Foster even going to play? Because they've got Marcus Fraser. He was really, he, he was yeah. really good at the, towards the end of last season. There's also another player that signed yeah. as well. They, they got in a left back. Holden. Darren Holden. Yes. And I'm thinking, is he going to play in front of record? Yeah. Record looked pretty good. He did look really good. Yeah, athletic. Do you think Boyd, Boyd, Davis, Fraser and record is uh, the back four? Decent enough. Ross County are going to get the top half or not? Kind of like the makeup of their team. I don't nah. think they will, but I do like the look of their. I do like the look of their team, but I, I think they'll fall just short of the top six. Uh, we're talking about uh, them being not relegation contenders. Yeah, I, I think, think they'll. I think they'll probably they'll be pretty comfortable. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but I think they will. I think they'll be pretty comfortable. I think Partick and Hamilton really. Sorry, Thistle. Sorry, Thistle. When you're in the league next year, it's not going to matter. Everybody else calls him Partick. To be fair, because they're abusive, abusive man. Yeah, dick. <laughs> right. Uh, last but not least, St. Johnson. John Sutton. Best sign him. He's, he's making. He's, he's coming back. He's, he's 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 coming back into my good books. <laughs> Craig's banging his head off the table. There's three Hearts fans here. Trying to say something nice about John Sutton. I, I kind of agree with you. Nice cheekbones. I think, I think Brian Graham offers a bit more his all-round uh, all, all game. It's more but mobile, obviously. Sutton will score more goals. It's just whether Wotherspoon or Halloran um, can, can get the ball in the box for him. Which I think they can. Because uh, I think Halloran's the type will get to the bye and cut it back. And Wotherspoon can drift in. I, I, don't, it. I don't like the John Sutton signing. I don't think he fits into that team. I don't think him and McLean can match up at all. And if he's not playing, then what really? What's the point? I think playing O'Halloran. <laughs> um, you may play him and O'Halloran together. That'd be a kind of not bad combination. But you wouldn't drop McLean for for that. So I just don't know if he'll play. Uh, I don't like same with Motherwell. I don't like any of St Johnson signings. I for Liam think Craig by almost by default. Maybe it's just one of those things where he fits the club. You know the whole Rudy Scatchel, Michael Gardine, loads of other examples. I like the John Sutton signing as well for similar reasons that I like the Brian Graham signing. I think that against St Johnston are a team that like to cross the ball in the box, and he's a player that can get on the end of that. Um, I think St Johnston's biggest problem is going to be how quickly they can get their strongest eleven. Back on the yeah, pitch. everybody's injured right now. Yeah, they're having a horrendous time. I mean, in one of their European games, uh, all four of their midfielders were out, and I think three of their starting back four, or at least two of their starting back four, were out as well. Uh, but so, bar- banning his time with Hearts, uh, Sutton scored double figures every season in the he's played in the Premier League. It's, it's kind of the thing like last year as well. He was he was rotten. And he's, oh yes, and he, he is, scored, he is rotten. And he, he scores goals. goals. And he scored the double yeah. figures, but a lot of those goals, and I, I was half the guys. But it felt like a lot of those goals were quite negligible. He came on and scored two penalties in one game once. He came <laughs> off the bench and scored a couple of penalties actually. He seemed to either be tagging on the scoreline when they were already like three and a half up, or he seemed to be scoring when they were three and a half down. But I would still spin that positively and say he scored 13 goals. Yes, with, he's very handsome. Without being, without being a... <laughs> Joe just holds up a picture <laughs> of him. Without being a, a, a starter for the entire season, he still scored 13 goals. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that's a positive thing. And he's a good signing for St. Johnston. I think he just looks like a... He's like a St. Johnston type player. I think he's who's destined your, for them. Who's your worst? Shaughnessy. Yes. Shaughnessy, Shaughnessy because yeah. he's not as good as Gary Miller. Yeah. So he's not even a right back, is he? He's not a central defender I that's just so. played right back because I know that's what happens. Sometimes a central defender, a young central defender, has to uh, earn their yeah, well, corner no, no, full back to, first. To kind of finish your point, he doesn't look like a right back. No, he doesn't. Why uh, is Lee Miller right back? <laughs> or Liam Miller? 
so um, yeah, I mean, I think he's probably the worst signing. Charlie Miller, John Miller. How far what about this? Joe Miller. Joe Miller. Yeah. yeah. What about this Exeter striker that they've signed, Graham Cummings, who's already injured as well? Exeter too low for um, me. He's got an amazing record. <laughs> no in, one uh, cares. Ireland. He had a great. <laughs> that, <that's, laughs> if he's doing well in Ireland, he's automatically crap. <laughs> That's how he got his uh, move over to England. Was um, <laughs> I think he went over to Preston and then kind of bombed. He's a bit different. So he, could, he could be he could be the exception because he went down to England and then came up. But players that come immediately from Ireland, when you just know they're automatically rubbish. Some, uh, what about no, uh, oh, Doyle come? as well? Did he? No, did he come from down south? Well, Doyle, the thing is, Doyle, Doyle, was that that good? No, at first he was, and then he went down, and then was is now amazing somehow. Um, right he had a decent end to that season didn't he with Hibs I think that's what won on the move they had a decent last yeah, few months scored in the semi-final off your mum's here sorry carry on yeah. um, Danny Swanson yes <laughs> player will miss the most <laughs> and player that the fans wouldn't mind Josh Honestly <laughs> no it's got to be a recycled player I've gone for Liam Caddis Liam Craig yeah Liam Caddis <laughs> he's yeah. pretty much being recycled um, Caddis just doesn't he seems to one of these youngsters that you think has ability but he never really seems to contribute much in the park he's had a few opportunities yeah, to show it now as well so yeah he's a selection yeah, he, 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 he did really poor at cow and beef as well the only thing they were impressed with him when he was on loan there two seasons ago I think yeah he went Alawa as well and he looked <clears> okay but it was the kind of thing like he seemed to stand out without actually doing anything which I don't know I don't, I don't think I've ever seen him really impact the game and like set up or score goals and you know, just no nah, no nothingness and that's it we're about to go into nothingness until Monday um, and some of this shit's going to get used against us later <laughs> on in the season of course of course <laughs> we've just given everybody lots of fodder we'll, we'll, we'll just revisit it at the end of the year and just laugh about how stupid we were with <laughs> Probably every selection. But John Sutton's the top scorer at the end of the season. Somebody who went for that? Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking insane. Come on, Johnny. Website's still not ready yet, but you can still find us on Twitter and Facebook. Twitter handle is at Test Podcast. Facebook is www.facebook.com forward slash Terrace Podcast. Jesus. And you can also send us the email. The address is show at terracepodcast.net. This was interesting. This is the first of the season. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to be back. <laughs>